Welcome to this episode of On Finding Peace, brought to you by Life's Journey Life Coaching. Our host, Chris Shea, is a counselor, nationally recognized speaker, and author on topics of guiding us to finding peace in our daily lives. Learn more about Chris Shea by visiting his website, www.lifesjourneyblog.com. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of On Finding Peace with Chris Shea. I'm your host, Chris Shea. And this is another episode wherein we talk about different ideas and thoughts and ways that we can find peace in our lives. Talk a lot about mindfulness and meditation and also look at worldviews and what's going on in our world that is taking us away from our peace. You can find more about me by going to my website at www.lifesjourneyblog.com and you can find all the information there that you need about my speaking engagements and video recordings and on air as well as my life coaching and counseling work uh, in Maryland. So today for our topic I wanted to speak to us about the anxiety that many people are feeling given all of the events around the world. And it is a sad time uh, that we have in, in the sense of elections going on in the United States that are becoming very contentious. Uh, we have more terrorist attacks around the world. Um, and some shifting around of some political players around the world who uh, are kind of wielding their uh, sabers, so to speak. So there's a lot going on. And when we speak, therefore, of finding peace, how can we find peace? I don't have all the answers, but I have done some writing and meditating on techniques that we can use to try to find peace. And when I talk about peace, I'm referring to the peace that we can find within each of us. I'm talking about the inner peace, not necessarily the peace that is to be found in the world, but more so how can I find peace within me regardless of what is happening in the world. Many people have written on this topic and the term for this is existentialism. Probably the best book that I can refer you to uh, in regards to this topic would be the book by Viktor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning. But what I'm talking about when we look at how do we find peace without necessarily getting a peace around the world, but how do I maintain an inner peace when I'm very anxious about what is happening around the world? And in the work by Viktor Frankl and, and others within that field, they do talk about an ability that we can have wherein it doesn't matter what our situation is, we can still maintain our thoughts. We can still maintain our perspectives. 
the focus becomes how do I look at inside of me and what I'm feeling and then therefore project that into the world around me. Definitely not an easy task, I'm not saying that it is. But I really think that when we look at all the events going on around the world and as we get more and more anxious regarding all of the uh, events around the world, I find it very important for us and for me to become mindful in the sense of how do I center myself into what is going on around me, what is going on in my world. Now, what do I mean by my world? I think when we talk about finding world peace, it becomes so overwhelming that we need to redefine world. And the way that I would redefine world is for us to look at what is the world around me in the sense of family and friends and coworkers, my community, my neighborhood. If we can stick with that as my world, then what we begin to recognize is that I can make changes in my world and I can try to bring peace and joy and happiness and comfort to my world because my world is something that is to certain degrees under my control. If a neighbor of mine is going through some hard times and me bringing over some food is going to help them, I've made a change in my world. I brought some peace and some compassion to another who I would hope in return does the same for someone else. So it's not necessarily that we have to bring peace to the world in its truest sense, but that we really need to focus on bringing peace to our slice of the world, section of the world. So as I reflect on this, I've come up with seven uh, different things that we can do to refocus, reframe, change our perspective, whatever terms that you want to use, that can help us see our world, my world, in a different light. And once I can focus on myself differently and see the world around me differently, then I start to perceive it differently and therefore act differently. And in this way, hopefully I can find some peace within me and within the world around me. So let's take a second to review what are these seven, not really steps, I guess seven attitudes that we can take to help us focus ourselves and change the perspective that we have. So when we start here with number one, what I'm saying here is that we aren't alone. The struggles in coping with a world in turmoil is not 
yours or mine to struggle with by ourselves. Because there are many people who feel the same way. So we need to seek out others who feel as we do so that instead of complaining or living in a feeling of despair, all of us can work together on practical solutions to the problems. Number two, we aren't victims. A victim is a person who suffers as a result of events which are happening to them for which they are powerless to control. You may say that according to that definition, we are victims of what is happening in the world. But if we can change our perspective on how we define world, as I was mentioning previously, then what we can do in defining the world as consisting of my local community and my family, what we are doing is creating reasonable expectations. And in creating these reasonable expectations, it allows us to actually do something which is then resulting in an expected change. For example, it is unreasonable to set a goal to be that of complete world peace. But a goal of creating a peaceful home, work, or local community, that is a reasonable goal. Number three, we need to empower ourselves and others to educate ourselves about the struggles and the solutions which have been tried in the past. Learn what has worked. Look at what didn't work. Maybe in our studies, try to figure out why didn't it work and what maybe can we do different to make some of the solutions of the past actually work. We can use ourselves and others to find and obtain resources that we need to carry out our goal of learning about the past. And that it's our ability to work with others where we can find a workable solution to problems. When we find workable solutions to problems, we remove the label of victimhood and we replace that label with survivor. And although we need to be educated about the issues, it's also important to keep a balance, allowing for some news-free time. Number four, regain your power. Once we realize that we are not powerless, and nor are we victims. Our desire to implement a change brings about a renewed strength and optimism. So we need to recognize the power and strength that each of us has individually 
and that we have as a group to find creative ways of using our power for the good. We don't want to let the power itself take over, for that will only make us feel invincible. But in reality, what we want to do is use that power to recognize that we will not always make the proper decisions. Yet knowing how to learn from our mistakes, that is a sign of strength. For the knowledge that we can gain from the mistakes that we make will help us to avoid those similar mistakes in the future. Which brings us over to number five. Focus our energy. So as I previously mentioned, our power and abilities are limited. So we need to wisely focus our energy on those tasks which we can complete and not focus our abilities on those tasks that we know are impossible for us to complete. For no one person or even group of people can do everything. Number six, empathy. For as we learn about the issues which are affecting the world, we begin to realize that many of our problems originate with people not understanding each other. Most of us tend to view the world from our own perspective and our own histories. But in doing that, we fail to recognize that those with whom we may disagree are also viewing the world from their perspective and their history. So I really believe that finding solutions to our problems presupposes that all of us agree on the nature of the problem. When we look at empathy, trying to understand the feelings of others, we can then place ourselves in the shoes of another. In doing this, that provides us a deeper understanding of the concerns of others. So by viewing the world through another person, another culture, another belief's eyes, we can be better informed and therefore be better prepared to find and carry out our solutions. Now, empathy does not mean that I agree with another's opinion. Empathy only means that I am able to view another's opinion in a similar way in which they view that opinion themselves. And finally, number seven, self-care. We need to recognize that to accomplish all that we would want to accomplish means that we may end up draining and wearing ourselves out. But what we also need to recognize 
is the need for self-care. We need to take time for ourselves. We need to keep the bonds with our family and our friends. It's important for us, even in these anxious times, to find activities or hobbies which don't relate to the work at hand, and also to spend time in meditation and quiet so that we can focus ourselves. I really believe that if we can do all of this, our perspective will be changed, and in that change of perspective, we can see what we can do so as to make a difference in the world, but a difference in my world, a difference in my family, my community, my neighborhood, my workplace, my school. I hope you can take some of this encouragement with you and begin to look differently within yourself and, and bring other people with you so that what is happening in the world doesn't have to bring us anxiety, but rather what is happening in the world can bring us opportunities. Opportunities for solutions, opportunities for us to shine. So I encourage all of us to find those opportunities when we ourselves can create an inner peace such that we have the ability to share that with the people around us. Again, I encourage you to check out my website, www.lifesjourneyblog.com. And if you have any suggestions for future topics, comments on this topic, please feel free to use social media and make your comments. I'm grateful for all of you who are listening, and I hope that all of you have a very mindful day. listening to this episode with Chris Shea. Learn more about Chris Shea by visiting his website, www.lifesjourneyblog.com.